Hey there, I want to invite you to join me for the Strategic Summer Workshop, which is taking place on Thursday, May 30th at 1130 Eastern. You can go to schoolsofexcellence.com slash summer to sign up. In this workshop, I'm going to walk you through how to identify simple solutions and systems that will make a massive difference and ripple effect inside of your center. I'm going to help you create efficiency where you need it most and understand what is causing your school to feel so hectic and where those big pain points are. We're going to clarify your center's priority system to improve this summer. I'm going to show you how to audit those systems. We're going to define your desired outcomes, and you're going to leave the workshop with a simple plan that will make huge impact. And by simple, I mean very simple. No complex, no multi-step processes. Super, super simple. No one has time for long things. No one has brain capacity for extra stuff. We need simple things that have massive impact. Go to schoolsofexcellence.com slash summer, and I'll see you there. Welcome to the Schools of Excellence podcast, where we have conversations about education, leadership, and building a school of excellence. The goal on this show is to bring you clarity, up-level your mindset, and give you practical strategies and inspiration so you can show up with confidence and trust your decision-making. I'm Khan Wolshansky. I'm a mom of four under 10, a former New Yorker, and been in the early childhood field my entire life. And I'm so grateful that you've joined me for this conversation. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of the Schools of Excellence podcast. I am recording this episode amidst a cooking marathon that has been going on in my house. So I am going now into the final holiday of a month of a month long of holidays. This is our last one. And my parents are coming early tomorrow morning along with my sister and her husband. They just got married four weeks ago at the time of this recording. And we're really excited to host everyone for the holidays. So it's been a pretty hectic start to the school year. My kids finished camp on August 13th was their last day. And we went straight from there into preparing for the wedding, which was on August 31st. And then we jumped into the new school year, which started on August 23rd, jumping straight into the high holidays and then some other start and stop for school year. And at the time of this recording on September 19th, my kids have actually not been in school yet for a full, complete week. That actually starts October 4th will be their first full week of school. So it has been a lot of start and stop, a lot of busyness, a lot of just navigating the craziness. And I know that if you're listening to this episode, you are very much in the throes of everything that's going on at the start of a new school year. You know, everyone needs some extra staff. We all need extra hands with all the stuff that are going on, trying to get fully staffed in a kind of global hiring shortage. And there's a lot of other projects that are happening as well. And what I like in this time to what I compare it to is sometimes we feel like we're swimming without a life jacket on in a very stormy, stormy, rainy season. And it's very similar to when a city gets flooded, you know, while the city has very typical draining systems that work for a usual rainstorm. When the rain comes in fast and furious and it's, you know, pouring buckets, as they say, per minute, the draining systems can't keep up and then the city floods. And so, 
you may be listening to us and say, but I've got really good systems and habits to lean on during crazy seasons. Really, those are for regular seasons, the regular chaos and ambiguity of a regular day. The beginning of the school year has it very compressed into a very short period of time with a lot of craziness. And so it's like kind of flood season, you know, everything is just flooding. And so it comes in fast and furious before you blink, you're underwater. And just like when you're underwater, everything feels blurry and muffled and it's hard to hear, your decision-making and clarity can sometimes feel very blurred during this time. And to take it even a step further for the planners that listen to this podcast, you know, for those of you that like to plan and have your calendars and time blocking, what happens is, is we sometimes think that we can plan our way out of chaos. And if we plan enough, then we can avoid chaos entirely. And we kind of tell ourselves these little lies. And it's exactly what it is. It's a little lie. You can't plan your way out of chaos and you can't plan enough to avoid chaos entirely. That's the perfectionist mindset where if I look perfect and do everything perfectly, then I can avoid shame, blame, embarrassment, and feelings of not enoughness. It's not true. It's just not true. Life is going to throw us curveballs. Life is going to throw things that are unexpected. And what you want more than a perfectly orchestrated calendar is you actually want the mental toughness and resiliency to rise back up again. So in today's episode, I'm really going to walk you through a few common things that I see in schools and some powerful ways to combat it. You know, when I get on support calls during this season with directors from the Directors Inner Circle and from our Owners HQ program, this is really a season where people just lean in community. They need to know that they're not alone. And knowing that you're not alone is almost this concept of like, okay, I'm not insane, right? Everyone is dealing with this. And there really is this beautiful feeling of I'm leaning on other people. I'm not trying to figure this out on my own. And I find that the leaders in the Directors Inner Circle and Owners program truly develop a powerful component of mental toughness. And it's not about necessarily being in that particular program. It's about being in community. And so think about do you have people to lean on right now? Do you have community? Do you have a support group of people who understand what it is that you're going through and what it means to lead a childcare center? And if you don't yet, if you don't have that community, check the link in the show notes. We have some resources there. You could check out our directors in our circle or our owners HQ program and see if it's a good fit for you. So let's start with the mindset, okay? The mindset around navigating through this season is understanding that chaos and ambiguity are part of leadership, right? It's part of leading a growing center. So stop believing that you can plan your way out of chaos and thinking that there's always something or someone to blame for your problems. Sometimes just stuff happens, right? And we need to believe that we have the arsenal to walk through the hardship and make it on the other side. And that's what we want to be able to do. We want to build that strong reserves, that toolkit of strategies, of mindset strategies that we can lean on when things are hard. Not, oh, things are hard. I didn't plan enough. Someone else is to blame for this, right? That's what we're looking for. So, I'm going to walk you through some things for staff right now, because I know many of you are 
not even thinking about yourself in this current moment. You're really thinking about your staff. So the biggest indicator for getting staff into chaos is staff many times lack developmentally appropriate practice. They don't really understand what is normal for each age group. And when you don't understand what's normal, then you create your own definition of normal. And anything that goes out of that definition means chaos for you. So when a child doesn't walk in a straight line down the hallway, for some teachers, that's considered chaos. When really, that's perfectly normal for a two-year-old. It's very normal for a three-year-old not to want to sit still during mealtime. It's very normal for a three-year-old to test out potty language and see if they get a response from you. It's very normal for babies to cry in an infant room. When staff struggle with this understanding, they judge themselves for this supposed chaos. And when staff internally judge themselves, they shame themselves. And then they do things that they're not proud of, like raising their voices on the kids or, you know, lots of other things. When you're in judge and shame mode, you can't think creatively and it really hurts the classroom. And so what I find many leaders, and I'm talking to you, that are struggling is how to train their staff. How do I train my staff to understand what is developmentally appropriate? How do I get my staff up to speed on all of these really important integral pieces that if they don't get it, this building shuts down, right? I'll get bad reviews. And we know that the solution is consistent training, training in many different areas, but starting with developmentally appropriate practice. But you don't necessarily have the time to help them work through those trainings or to sit and actually do the training, right? Because you have to grow the center. And so in Schools of Excellence, we created multiple resources for training your staff. We All of these links are in the show notes. We have a training on intentional play and how to teach staff, how to think creatively, talk with higher level order thinking questions with children, and how to really learn how to play intentionally with a child not babysit them, play with them. Very, very different. Babysitting and playing with a child are two very different things. So we have a training on that, that you can show your staff and have it as part of your onboarding. We have trainings on classroom management on how to teach them the tools and how to manage their classrooms better. We have trainings on how to engage with with parents, teaching your staff how to communicate with parents, how to engage with the parents, how to communicate with them, how to give them grace. All of these things are all in our teacher training bundle. Then all of those links for how to get access to them are in the show notes. Definitely go check those out, whether you want to use that for a staff professional development day or you want to use those trainings as part of your uh, company onboarding, whatever it is. I would strongly recommend checking it out and see if it makes sense for your center. You're a school leader who wants tools, resources, and just plain strategies of how to really lead your school and build a school of excellence. Well, I created something called the School Leadership Toolkit, which has over 10 resources covering topics like parent-teacher relationships, difficult conversation, teacher appreciation ideas, and time management along with to-do list management. Some of the things that you get in the School Leadership Toolkit is how to lead parent-teacher conferences. This is a masterclass training and to show your staff so that they can lead conferences with ease. We have a parent partnership blueprint, which is the step-by-step formula for authentic parent relationships. 
I have a training on how to get your to-do list done and how to create your calendar for one-on-one -on -one meetings with staff. I have tools on how to filter distractions so that you can make the best decisions and reflective questions to ask teachers for goal setting and performance reviews, along with so much more. This mini toolkit is actually just the thing that you need to kick off this amazing school year and give you the confidence and the ability to trust your decision making as you head into another amazing year. Go check it out, the link in the show notes or go to hani.me slash toolkit. So that is one component of the chaos, like really just helping staff understand and normalizing what is developmentally appropriate so they stop judging themselves, right? So they stop trying to plan their way out of chaos, but actually know what the chaos is. So they're making developmentally appropriate schedules and plans for the day. The other thing I want to talk about today is about stop trying to make things easier in every given moment. I think we have very mentally weak people coming into the workforce in today's world. And the moment something gets hard or they don't know how to do something, they'll either fall into pieces or come to you and say, I don't know how to do that. I don't know how to do that either. I'm going to go figure it out, right? I didn't know how to start a podcast eight months ago. I figured it out. I don't know how to do a lot of things. I figure them out if I want to know how to do it. And what happens is, is we've cushioned and kind of handicapped our people to believe that if something's hard, then they don't have to do it. Or it means that they're stupid. No, something hard means that you're human and it's the first time you're doing something. I remember um, when I was a director many years ago, I asked the teacher to create a rough draft on a um, newsletter that she was going to be creating for parents. And I told her to have the draft ready for me in 24 hours. And she came back to me towards the end of that day. And she's like, you know, that's giving me a lot of anxiety. Like, I can't have that ready for you in 24 hours. And I said, the reason this is giving you anxiety is because in your mind, you need to give me a perfect paper. I didn't ask for a perfect paper. I asked for a rough draft. I expect there to be hundreds of mistakes in that draft. If there isn't, it means that you didn't follow the instructions. The instructions are a rough draft. A draft means that it's not complete, it's not perfect, and it's not done. And when something is not complete, not perfect, and not done, there's going to be mistakes. And it shouldn't take you more than 24 hours to put something like this together. You want to give me something perfect and done. I don't want that. I want a rough draft. And a rough draft can be delivered in 24 hours. So she came back the next day and she gives me the draft and she's apologizing a hundred times for all the mistakes. And I sat down and I said, there's supposed to be mistakes here. It's actually arrogant to believe that you can give me a draft without mistakes. No editor or author on the planet ever publishes a book on the first draft. There's multiple iterations and edits and proofreading that goes through before it goes to print. Not because the author isn't a good author, not because the writers aren't good writers, but because part of the process is editing mistakes. And you have to learn how to sit in that discomfort that you didn't get it right the first time because you're not supposed to. 
You can't plan your way to perfection and get something right the first time. You're human. You cannot bypass those emotions. And so what I've encouraged our leaders to do, the directors and the owners, when I talk to them both in support calls, in our Facebook group, tell the teacher, I can't take away the hardness. I can't take away the feelings of frustration around having four crying kids during transition. It's hard. It's hard when a two-year-old gets dropped off and he's crying and four seconds later, another two-year-old gets dropped off and he's crying. And three minutes later, another parent comes in and drops off their child and she's crying. I can't take away that hardness. I could be here to listen to you vent the frustration about it. I can give you some strategies of how to help them calm down faster. I can give you some guidelines of how to quiet your mind so you can sit in the discomfort with a little less um, anxiety. But I can't take away the hardness because that's part of it. And I can give you tools. And the tools to help teachers navigate the hardness of the beginning of the week school year transitions is giving them a confidence and resiliency toolkit, is giving them the gift of finding internal confidence and resilience from within to want to navigate this season and to stick with it long enough for the beauty on the other side. So in the beginning of this year, in August time, I released an incredible training called the Confidence and Resiliency Toolkit. And it's a training specifically for your staff, a 30-minute training on how to build their confidence and resiliency toolkit. It's been an incredible bestseller, actually. I've had dozens and dozens of owners and directors purchase this training to work with their staff. And we've got incredible feedback from it and how it's really helped shift perspective for staff and given them the internal confidence, not external motivation and reassurance, which is never enough. You can never give enough motivation and external reassurance, but internal confidence, oh, that's the sweet spot. So if you're looking for that type of training for your staff, also the link is in the show notes. You could check that out. So what I want to leave you with today is really an understanding of stop trying to plan your way out of chaos, not trying to cushion things, but recognize that the greatest asset and tools that you have in your arsenal are training your staff with quality training and education, training their minds to be mentally tough and resilient, filling their hearts with internal confidence so they believe that they could do it, so they can learn to trust their own decision-making, and recognizing that this is a season and it's hard. And you're listening to this podcast because you're looking for tips, you're looking for strategies, and more than anything, you're looking to elevate your mindset so you can be the warrior of this season and not the victim. Thanks so much for listening to today's episode. Really appreciate your commitment and your loyalty to listening to this podcast week in and week out. If you haven't had a chance to rate and review this podcast, I would so appreciate if after this episode, you took a moment to leave us a review, rate the show, let us know how this is helping you. The podcast ratings and reviews help us climb higher and higher in the charts on iTunes so that more and more school leaders can find out about us. Thanks so much, and I'll see you next week.
If you are loving the Schools of Excellence podcast and have gotten any value out of it for your school, I would love if you can do two things for me. One, subscribe to the show so you never miss an episode. And two, can you please leave us a review? Reviews help other school leaders know that this is the place to learn how to build a school of excellence. And I would be so grateful if you can do that for us. Your help and support makes this show to be able to be listened by the thousands of other school leaders all around the world. Thanks so much for listening, for giving us your time and attention each and every week. And I appreciate that you have joined us. Hey there, I want to invite you to join me for the Strategic Summer Workshop on Thursday, May 30th at 1130 Eastern. You can click the link in the show notes or go to schoolsofexcellence.com slash summer. In this workshop, I'm going to walk you through how to optimize your already efficient systems or help you tweak some ones that need a little bit more tweaking to help you enter the 2024-2025 school year with ease, with success, and with calmness. Increase your profitability, reduce your expenses, and more than anything, just help you buy back some of your time. I look forward to seeing you there.